0: Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast, a business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. This next guest His name is Rob Scott and he's a master level coach and I'm really excited to have him on the show. This interview series is going to be really powerful and really important for anybody I think looking for a coach in the future based on some of the topics that we're going to cover. He's the founder of Fundamental Shift LLC and his work has influenced hundreds of thousands of people to help shift their identities. He helps them evolve their consciousness and create profound changes in all of the important areas of life. His coaching programs take you through proven processes that will get you past your biggest, deepest limiting beliefs so you can live into the highest version of yourself. The result of this massive shift is achieving levels of success once thought impossible to reach. So Rob, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: I am really happy to be here. Thank you.
0: So before we get into the business stuff, I wanted to ask you because my kids like to ask me this question, what would you consider your superpower to be
1: that's a great question I don't know that that's the easiest thing to answer uh, in in my most egoic moments, I hope I have a handful of superpowers, but um, <laughs> you know in this in this context of coaching, I think the thing is is that I get people to see how easy and how quickly like massive transformation can actually be so there's often Uh, a little shortcut or maybe even a more authentic way to get to what people really want. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's in our blind spot and we can't see it. And so, you know, imagine if you're at a wall and you just keep banging into the wall. Sometimes just I'm the one who can go, hey, there's an open door like right here. And like, that's all it took to get there. So, yeah, I, I do that exceptionally well.
0: Well, that sounds awesome. It's like you're the beacon light just shining. You know, the stuff was already here. But, you know, if you can't see it, what good is it to you?
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, I help people get out of their own kind of limits and unconscious mess, you know, really quickly.
0: Okay. All right. So, so how did you start your business? Like, what what were the very beginnings of it? And then, to you know, to get to this point, you've got your own podcast and just this, you know, awesome positioning online. Like, how did you go from A to now?
1: Yeah. So I think I, I guess I'm gonna back up. Far just to just to give it some context. I grew up very dysfunctionally, so I had a lot of challenges, and you know many of us do. But just a lot of abuse and a lot of difficult stuff. I ended up uh, very addicted at a very young age, like offensively young. You know, I was playing with drugs and alcohol at like age seven. You know that kind of oh, stuff. Wow. So I I didn't grow up I'll say healthily, and I'd gone mm-hmm. through a lot of really very serious abuse, which we can. I'm happy to get into the details of, but I don't know that it it helps the narrative any, but just really, really bad stuff. And so I ended up pretty much as dysfunctional as you can imagine somebody without dying. So I was in and out of institutions and halfway houses and rehabs and jails, and I ended up homeless for a significant period of time and just really, really difficult. And then I had this, uh, what I call fundamental shift, and that's what the name of my business is now. Uh, After that fundamental shift, I went from being homeless to being vice president of technology at a company in just a handful of years. Uh, And so that was a, something was different, right? Something had really, really shifted in me that was profound. Uh, Just a side note, along that corporate, you know, journey, I got really sick with cancer. So uh, a big significant point of that was being in a hospital, you know, almost dying of cancer. And so by the time I got done with that, there were lots of people around me that were like, when are you going to write your book? What's going on? And, And yeah, and but I it was like, well, I haven't, I wanted to help other people with it. So back in like 2005, I started uh, my first podcast and there weren't very many people listening, but a lot of the people that were listening to podcasts at the very beginning uh, found me somehow. And so all over the world, I had people request coaching And at first, it wasn't something that I even thought of, right? It was people were like, what's it cost to work with you? Would you coach me? And I mean, Japan, Ireland, Canada, Australia, all over the United States, like lots of requests. And I, I started mentioning that to friends just because it was notable. Like it was so frequent that it was notable. And one of my really close friends who owned a business at the time said, I would hire you right now. Like, let's get to work. And I was like, well, tell me what's going on. And he had personal stuff and business stuff. And he was like, he'd been listening to my podcast and he really wanted to work with me. So he was actually my first client. And as soon as we started doing it, I realized that this was why I was effective in leadership in the, at the corporate level. This was something that was kind of natural for me, even all the way back into the deep dysfunction. I was trying to get people to see things differently. And what if you thought about it like that? And what you know, wouldn't this be a quicker path to whatever? And so I was sort mm-hmm. of like, oh, I've been doing this my whole life and not really realizing what it was. So very quickly I left the corporate world to start this business and I've been now doing it for, you know, 14 or 15 years, whatever it is. And I love it. And in that process, I've really codified what I had done for myself and what I had done in that leadership role and, you know, what, what I'd gotten other people to do. And so I just really got called to it. And now, you know, you, you, you couldn't stop me from doing it. I just, I, I love it. It's the most meaningful thing. And it's, I think it's one of the most important things Uh, that we can do.
0: That is just, that's such a strong story. It's interesting because I... Just today, I, w- I was talking to my son because he was really upset. He got a bad grade on something, mm, yeah. and my husband had mentioned that it was a failing grade, and he took that to mean that he was a failure. So yeah. he started crying, and I was telling him that nobody ever in this house would call you a failure, but even somebody who's had multiple issues and problems, and even if they made bad choices and, and felt like they had multiple failures, they could always wake up the next day and decide to do something different. Like, I I swear, I just said that this morning, which is, you know, just kind of hearing a bit more about your story because you had told me some of it before, but just hearing a bit more about your story, I was just like, wow, I I just told my son that he's eight, you know, and I was like, no, I don't want you to grow up with this limiting belief that that you're somehow a failure. So that's just...
1: Well, first off, it's really good that he spoke into that and it's really good that you were the competent parent to kind of match that space because what so many of us end Taking on whether it's parenting words, whether it's some misunderstanding when we're younger, whether it's that embarrassing moment when someone calls you out for being fat in middle school, whatever it is, we take yeah. on uh, a sense of I'm not enough. You know, I'm a failure at that. I can only do this. I'm only good. And for many of us, that's very unconscious. We may see some of it, but what we really see are the results of it, and we don't actually see the source and you know what's what's easily changeable there. So it's yeah. good that you're doing that before some of that takes root for your for your son, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it sounds like I mean you your words, your story, the way that you talk to people, touched people all over the world, so that 's you know different cultures, different continents, people who speak probably multiple languages and such. but who is your ideal client you know when you 're crafting like your marketing and, and things like that who's the ideal client that you 're trying to reach?
1: yeah, I think well you know I sort of want this for everybody, and that ends up being a business challenge because if you can 't yes. sort of describe it down to like who exactly this is this for. Uh, I, I think what I'm really comfortable saying is I, I want to do this. So many people want a certain thing. And and this is really a difference between my the coaching that I do and what I think a lot of coaches and even therapists and other people are doing for people is we get very problem-focused, and so mm-hmm. – Uh, You know, somebody who's an entrepreneur, it just has in their mind, like, if I could just have a breakthrough in entrepreneurial, you know, skills, if I could just get this many more clients or whatever, so they hire a sales coach or they do whatever. And even if that's successful, if we're really honest, we actually want way more than that. And as soon as that need is satisfied, it's like whack-a-mole, like some other need pops up, right? Now your relationship isn't that good or, you know, even if you get the money, you didn't even really want the money for the money. You wanted the money because you wanted to feel secure and you want to feel powerful and you want to feel proud of what you do and, you know, give safety and security to your family and all the other reasons, right? So my ideal client is somebody who either through hearing it from me and agreeing with it or already comes to me knowing that what they really want to do is they want a massive transformation in all of the directions. And what that really is about is a deeper level of self-mastery, a deeper level of transformation within themselves. So the person who's probably not my client is, you know, I want to become a successful trader. And if I say, hey, well, you got to change yourself to do that because it's not just about knowing more trading. You have to actually become the person capable of that, Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. If they can't get away from, yeah, 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 but I just want to be trader, I'm not that interested in working with them. But if they can be honest that they really want to be masterful in lots of domains and lots of directions, uh, and that what's required is a shift in themselves, is getting past their own limits and figuring out how to use their focus differently. Uh, that's deeply interesting to me and that's who I want to work with and who I want to help evolve. And then what they find is they can point that at whatever is most meaningful to them and they show up as somebody with focus and follow through and capability and they can build mastery in any area that they want. Uh, but it begins with them almost gaining the skill of of growth and change.
0: Wow. Okay. So not even necessarily like, um, you know, not a business owner or not a high and, you know, high level career exec or anything, but you're definitely speaking to a specific type of person, like yeah. intrinsic traits within a particular type of person.
1: Correct. I mean, I love working with leaders, you know, so there are other, you know, if, if the work that I can do with somebody has a ripple effect where their life is affecting other people, like that's obviously more meaningful to me. You know mm-hmm. they need to they need to be able they need to be in a position where they can afford coaching. You know there's there's certain things that are from a business standpoint important that they can work with me, right? But as yeah. far as like who they are and their being, if they're really there's almost two dimensions of this. Some of us are very aspirational mm-hmm. and they feel like. Um, it's not that I'm not enough, but this isn't enough. Like, I haven't gotten to where I'm supposed to get to. We might say that that's an okay sense of self versus somebody else who's like, there's something wrong with me. I'm not enough, right? I, I'm suffering in all these ways. And psychologically, those are slightly different on how you bring somebody from uh, psychologically damaged to more normal, right? Or I'm normal yeah. to exceptional, right? Those may be different things. But what I really want people to understand is that both of those have the the flavor of either I'm not enough or it's not enough or th- this isn't okay, right? And so yeah. getting somebody to a place of realizing not only is it okay, but it's exceptional. And then from this exceptional, I have lots of things that I want to do on top of that that are amazing. Uh, that's what I'm really interested in doing with people. And so it's not just entrepreneur. It's not just, you know, business leader. It's somebody who either is really suffering and wants to become more exceptional out of that suffering, or they're just not satisfied. And maybe they get a lot of results, but they're, they're still not happy And that, you know, all the money in the world didn't do it for them. And they're trying to figure something else out. I, I help them change profoundly so that they are having a very different experience of life and and success.
0: Well, it sounds like you really know exactly who you're going after. And I mean, you've been in business, like you said, you know, fourteen, fifteen yeah. 15 years. So you've had time to refine that message. So I guess for, this episode, my last question I wanted to ask you was, so you, you know, you kind of hit a point where you decided, oh yeah, coaching, this is exactly, this is exactly, you know, right. This is my calling. Between that moment where you're like, yes, coaching is it to Mm -hmm. even now, was there a moment where you thought maybe it wasn't? Were there several?
1: (laughs) Um, No, it's, I don't care if it has that name. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that we're, we're seeing this enormous explosion of lots of coaches, right? Like, and there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. Some are amazing and some are, you know, less than amazing, we'll say. Right. So there's, there's, there's a very low bar to entry to this. You don't necessarily need certifications. There's, you know, you can hang a shingle and be making a hundred thousand dollars pretty quickly if you're any good at all. Um, there's, so lots of reasons that it gets flooded. But let's mm-hmm. talk about the authentic reasons, right? Uh, we are dealing with an ever-growing...
2: Don't have enough barriers. Men don't have the same standards. While we expect women to do 250% to be seen 50%, men, especially white men, can do 25% and get away to 100% because they don't have the st- same standards of competence. When I first take on a client for this, when they want to balance their traits, yes. the first thing I do is understand where they are right now because of all of the conditioning, because of all of the learning, mm-hmm. what ways are, do they think they're holding themselves back? In what ways are they actually holding themselves back? And then it's really deep intentional, strategic mindset work to break through those barriers. Every person has this within them. I am not creating any of this stuff out of the ether because of magic. I am just helping you Marie Kondo your mind. (laughs) Yes, that's actually an excellent way to put it, you know we got to shine the light on all this stuff, and what's not serving you has got to go. Exactly. Keep what serves you well. Unpack what doesn't serve you well. Thank it for however it did show up in your life, and then just let it go. Well, that is an excellent way to end this episode. Yeah. Wow. Mic drop.